Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Persian the Perspective. Persian, Persian Perspective. The one and only Persian Perspective. The Persian Perspective. We're back with another episode. This time we're covering up the yes. death of our one and only Prince Philip. <laughs> so, so. I got 99 years and that bitch ain't one. <laughs> the biggest racist of them all, oh Prince my, Philip. By even, by even British standards, he was like astoundingly... Racist, so I astoundingly heard. racist. Yeah. It's like sl- calling people slanted eyes, or it's yeah. like asking people, "Are you gonna fall asleep?" Just, just like old timey casual British racism, the likes of which you haven't seen since they were cutting hands off of people in the Congo. He has right? that towards the Asians. Yeah, oh, like there's yeah. a lot of yeah. He has a lot towards the Asians. Like you would expect a white person to be a lot more racist toward black people. Weird, right? I not that you should, yeah. but it's a very weird kind of racist. They angle. can't help it. It's in their DNA. Yeah, fucking hell. I don't know why. Motherfucker is Greek. He's yeah. He's Greek. You have no dog in a fight at all. Yeah, like you're the immigrant in this bitch. Why are you hating on other races? Stupid bitch. Did, you're Greek, your wife's German. They're all, like, the whole royal family descendant of Germans. Yeah. Fucking, they're all descendant of German kings. Yeah, yeah. And they're yeah. all descendant of Vikings. They did so much ass fucking to them. <laughs> I'm like, your queen is German. Your, your, the, the queen's consort is Greek, right? Your, uh, the, the, your prince is a redhead, is a ginger, so he's got no soul. And they're all ugly as shit. I mean, there's a lot of inbreeding. There's a lot of inbreeding. There's a lot of inbreeding. I'm... Everybody's very, very sort of like cynical about Meghan Markle marrying into that family. It's like, oh, she's a pretty lady and a celebrity. She marries into this thing. Yeah. Why does anybody think that she would represent this? Yeah. Right? But I feel like once you're already in the family, (laughs) like, just, just... Cover your ass, but no, they're like, we're afraid the baby might be too dark. I gotta say this about the Meghan Markle as well. It's that I think she's a opportunist. She's I mean, a massive opportunist, and I do see this the husband as a bit of a bimbo. I mean, he was right. He was high as a fucking kite, like jumping butt ass naked into a pool in Vegas in front of everybody. I mean he's a bit of a frat boy, yeah. It's not about them being just a frat boy, it's also it's like I'm like looking at them, I'm like, I think this girl gave him such good pussy <laughs> <laughs> that he was like, man, man. oh man. Oh Lordy Jesus. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. I've he, never had I've I've, I've been never, fucked so good oh, she's putting a flag into I've, my lap. I've never had asked to mouth before. <laughs> That's, you've never had brown pussy before. That's oh, your problem. Chocolate? Jesus, do the baby. I've had vanilla all my life. I've never had chocolate before. Who knew this new sensation? <laughs> but I think that's the case with him. It's like yeah. and she like when she when she's talking, I look at her and I'm like, she doesn't seem like a victim. She seems too much in control of the narrative and for fuck's sake going on opera opera not opera you're going on to opera <laughs> to talk with her and like that bitch is like for some reason like i'll give oprah this yeah as in sense of someone who's a master in compassion yes i will give her all the credit there is to give sure she's a very compassionate person sure but she's not the brightest tool in the tool <laughs> shed okay she's not the authority on crap, especially since I heard like how her book club influences some writers who cut out material. Really? Oh yeah, Chuck Palahniuk said that. Oh no, I also note that every I'm movie. Like, who the fuck is she to be like removing know. good material out of some of the books? That I don't I know. It's really bad. I also note that every movie she's ever promoted on the Oprah show yeah. has bombed. Yeah. I could be misquoting. It's probably an overgeneralization. But I don't know. I've never watched the movie that Oprah <laughs> promoted. <laughs> I don't give her that much credit. Every I, movie that she, every movie that Oprah promotes, it goes like this: <laughs> man beating wife, part one. Yeah. Man is wrong, part two. Man is jail, part, part three. It's, a trilogy it's a, of how men fuck up women's it's, lives. You know what it is. It's it's fine if you if that's what you're doing because she's got a theme, right? But I also feel like even I remember she was promoting some John Travolta movie, Ladder 27 or something like that. Mm. 
Uh, that wasn't a great movie. Yeah. But she got it on with Celebrities Are Her Friends. Uh, and there's a bunch of other movies that she promotes. So she's not really you, a tastemaker. And she's not a very bright person. Like, she spoke with Cormac McCarthy, mm-hmm. who is a renowned American writer. Mm. Like, people love that guy. Mm. I don't like him. His writing sucks. Oh. To my taste okay. his writing is like very hard to follow mm-hmm. he writes it in a very weird way he never right. tells who's saying what he's he never says who's talking right and he just spends five pages describing the whole scene right and like how many there were 12 statues one of them was made of marble that the marble comes from china the other right. one was made of like my mother's pussy yeah. but <laughs> it's like fucking Every detail. Another one had a chip in it. <laughs> what? Like, Why? Uh, it's like he sets the scene. And I've uh, he's I hate him for that. Okay. But he wrote No Country for Old Men. Okay. He wrote The Road. Right. He wrote Blood Meridian. So right. he knows his shit. Yes. And he doesn't give interviews. Right. Oprah, because she's Oprah. Yeah. Got to give an interview. Do an interview with this guy. Okay. One of the rare interviews this guy has. And this guy is married three times. And he's an old school redneck American. Of who course, is yeah. like who won't mind beating up his wife. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. yeah. And he's married three times. Yeah. Oprah, instead of spending the 20 minutes interview that she had with him. Yeah. On trying to decipher his writing and like explore his mind about his mind. Yeah. Like, regard, like how he thinks and comes up with an idea. Right. Spends the whole 20 minutes... Talking about, so you're married three times, huh? Mm. Uh, what does your ex-wife say? What about your ex-ex-wife say? Right. Uh, like, it was this weird take on his marriage and his personal life. Right. That didn't make sense. Because in the context uh, of him being a writer, it's just In not the relevant. context of the interview, you're talking right. with Cormac McCarthy, and he's, he's not being rude, and he's right. answering the question, but yeah. he's... Uh, what his marriage and his life is is no way really connected to the way he writes. Right. So you were really emphasizing on the fact that nobody really were interested in hearing and it was very obvious that it wasn't related to his writing. Right. Like I didn't the, my wife I didn't we didn't divorce and I, then I wrote that book. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like that. It was just like yeah but some marriages end some marriages start. You know, right. Like, so, but, yeah. but you married three times. Yeah. yeah. Like Oprah you never even married. Okay. Right. <laughs> Bill Versa, she, she used to have midgets on her show who <laughs> wanted to bang the mailman's boyfriend. Oh, jeez. <laughs> and she's like ruining it. And she's kind of became the beacon of light for this. And they, Meghan Markle goes to her to yeah. talk about this. <laughs> right. And you're looking at it like, what's the what are you trying? Because I can't, I can't trust them, you see? Right. I just can't trust them. Right. That's, that's kind of the thing. Yeah, I just I know that all of it is is feels very performative. Yeah, but just the idea of like when you're in a, like an Asian family. Yeah, especially if you're if you're Malay, Chinese, Indian, any Malaysian family. Yeah, right. There's always this concern that your children are going to be too dark. Mm. Especially like if you're in an Indian family, the complexion is a big deal. The more light skin you are, the yeah. more favored. Yeah, are, that's right. Uh, they wanna, they wanna fuck you into privilege, basically. Pretty much. Yeah. So I thought, wow, that is primitive as shit. And then I find out, oh, the British royal family is exactly the same way. Yeah. Like they're concerned that their great grandchild is going to be too black. Yeah. And that is astound- That is that goes to the very core of the kind of people that they are. And then you realize all of their pretensions towards progress. All of the shit that they feel that they've made up for the hundreds of years of colonialization that will never be made up. All of that, all of that just falls to the wayside when you realize that even in their most private moments, they're racist even then. They're still a piece of shit. And I'm like, mm. you, wow. <laughs> wow. Like, Diana got that. <laughs> mm. Diana understood that very quickly. <laughs> <laughs> Diana is like, Okay, my uh, my family is now just full of bigots. I'm gonna hang out with Freddie fucking Mercury. Yeah. Because I'm gonna hang out with a with a gay Zoroastrian from Zanzibar. <laughs> <laughs> the most the most queer people of color thing I could think of. Just to wash the taste of like of the British prick out of my mouth. Oh man. 
But that's... Oh, I have a bit of a joke on that. It's a kind of a spin-off of what the, uh, Bill Burr did regarding Yoko Ono. It was yeah. on his podcast. But it's like, I said, like, <laughs> Diana is a symbol of white woman. You should just not get into anything, not be given any privilege. <laughs> <laughs> because the second she goes into the royal palace, she gives interviews and says... I want to be a princess of the people. <laughs> and if I was Charles, I would grab her by the back of the neck. Yeah, you know, the only reason people care about you is because you're sucking my dick. <laughs> you shut the fuck up. I mean, okay. Uh, she kept running her mouth. She kept talking. They sent a couple of SAS people to fuck up with her car, smash yeah. her car in the fucking tunnel. <laughs> just like all right, I, I, I bet the queen personally oversaw the operation oh <laughs> and personally told the SAS officer I want you to get in the car and go if she's still alive with me I'm the princess of the people <laughs> I, I feel like I don't know it's just, <laughs> they're all fucking assholes that's what I can tell you for I sure I just feel like no, if you're getting paid yeah they have, they have, what was it? They have eight meals a day. Yeah. That's how privileged they are. Right. And if you're like, get paid just by existing, you have, I think you have some entitlement because your mom and dad put a piece of drool on their head. Yeah. And you don't do any work in your life, basically. Right. You're pretty much set for it. People pay taxes for your money. Right. Your income is with taxes. Right. You're automatically, pro- you can't help but to be a piece of shit. Very difficult not to be. Um, it's funny we were talking about the boys. Yeah. For a while, right? That's kind of it's kind of it. Yeah. Right. Like you, you have too much power from birth. You are alienated and isolated from humanity in general. Yeah. Uh, and nothing you do has any consequences. You might as well just do whatever you want. Yeah. Like, power tends to corrupt. Absolute power corrupts absolutely. Right? Um, that's... Superheroes and royalty pretty much is the same thing. Pretty much. Pretty much. But, um, I was I was going to say this uh, earlier. Don't you think it's weird, though? Because now we're going to talk about privilege, right? Yeah. Right? Um, like, socioeconomic privilege of the... Point zero 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 one percent. Tell me if this is weird. And right. I mentioned this on Facebook once. Don't you think it's a little bit ironic that a TV show about an evil Superman is on the streaming service owned by real life Lex Luthor? Very fair point. <laughs> right? Yeah. It's a bit weird, right? Yeah. He is a real life Lex Luthor. Exactly. He looks it. Yeah. He, had, he never used to have evil cackle laugh before, but now he does. Yeah. He is on his way to becoming he's a trillionaire. He's jacked. He's jacked now. He's on his way to becoming a trillionaire. His workers are paid like shit. You know? And oh, his workers are paid less shit. Yeah. Fucking the Amazon Prime yeah. uh, factories are like, what the fuck? Works, the warehouses? They're peeing like, in bottles now because they don't get toilet breaks. Or you can, but you you got five minutes and if, if they you don't... like put a little bit of your money into the, your fucking company and yeah. raise the minimum wage that you're paying these people and like amp it up to something that is sustainable, dude. The fuck are you doing? I have no clue what the. I have no clue why, why won't this... you do it? Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I get that most of his wealth is in shares, but still, it's insane. It's an insane level of like. I'm going to fuck everybody else. Fuck everybody else's life. Yeah. I'm just going to build rocket ships. Yeah. I'm gonna, I can, he can build a nation and destroy it. That's how much money he has. Pretty much. Like, I remember a time where... I can't remember. Was it Coca-Cola or Pepsi? Russia got hooked on Pepsi, basically. Yeah. And then they couldn't pay PepsiCo the money. So they just gave them a bunch of decommissioned... The battleships. Nice. <laughs> so at some point, Pepsi had the biggest navy in the world. <laughs> Imagine a soft drink company having the world's biggest navy. Yeah, because why not? Because <laughs> why the fuck not? Yeah. Why not just have the real real life turn into Cyberpunk 2077 
and have the corporations actually have military might at this By point. By the way, they have the best mods recently. Have really? You seen? Yeah. Cyberpunk, yeah. I wonder you can get Johnny Silverhand to bowl below you. <laughs> <laughs> see, he has to... You see, it's not, it's not homophobic. He has to blow you because... <laughs> If he gives you a hand job, he just rips your dick off. Yeah, silver hand. You know? Silver <laughs> hand, silver, right? Yeah, yeah. That, that's the thing. He used yeah. to be so good at the hand jobs that they took his arm. <laughs> <laughs> no, not my jerk off hand. <laughs> that's Deep Space. Oh, jeez. Have you watched Deep Space? I love Deep Space. Oh, man. My fappy hand. <laughs> oh, man, they were great. Yeah, but there was one that, then there's another one that you can swap uh, Adam Smasher. Yeah. With uh, a prostitute. So what? So you're fucking Adam Smasher. And when he's like doing all... You have this giant robot no. touching his tits. <laughs> so, wow. But like, but it's with the girl, sound of the girl. Like, come on, baby. It's like... It's I gotta like, go, man. This is oh, fucking my brain up. It's so fucking weird, man. I can tell you. I don't know. It's just... Uh, man. Oh, man. No, but it's... um. Yeah. It's, it's, it's just bad it's just bad everybody i can't wrap my head around people mourning prince philip's death like yeah. he lived to 99 years old like what more how much do you clung to life for fuck's sake yeah, yeah like how many more years do you want some people are poverty stricken and don't even make it to 60 that black doctor who died of covid in america didn't make it to 70 no right it's weird. They're, what's going to be even bigger when the Queen Elizabeth... What I hope is that Charles die first. Yeah. Just so he just missed that opportunity. Like, die a prince. I'm pretty sure Queen Elizabeth is going to die when the sun burns out. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. That bitch. But, <laughs> but it's like, I'm just hoping for Charles to die first. So Queen Elizabeth, so she never becomes king. Does anybody really want Charles to be king? Like, no, it's not that. about everybody want him to be king. It's that he wants to be king, but he'll never be because it's like, hey, your mama outlived you. Yeah. He's yeah. not 70 years old now. He's going to need two extra tiny crowns for his ears. Yeah. Ugly fuck. It's <laughs> ugly, man. But it's just, oh, but if that happens, that would be very cool. Thank God you got Diana as a wife because otherwise your kids mm. would look like goblins. But they're weird. Like, why would you want to go and have underage people? Like, Andrew did that. Because All of them you did can. That. Because you can. It's like, how much privilege you need? I don't know. How much, like, how, like, how tired could you be of regular pleasures I don't in your know. life? All I can that tell you go, like, is... You know what? I'm going to call Jeffrey Epstein. I'm going to fly to an island and fuck young boys. All I know is that I got money yeah. and I... Ate an entire crack house pizza because I could. Because I could. And I and that and when I did, I realized, oh, this is some dark shit. Yeah. Because I realized that you don't even have to be a greedy person. You just have to be complacent. Mm. You just have to be able. Right. You, you have to be able, and you just have to forget that it's bad. Yeah. Good point. And sure. then next thing. And I know it's weird comparing child sexual abuse to eating an entire pizza. <laughs> it is. Weird. It is. <laughs> like, it makes me sound like a complete monster, but yeah. in a very, very weird Why kind of you, way. Uh, Why won't you want to fuck Do you want to fuck a pizza? I mean... <laughs> but it's, it's the same sort of mentality where a thing that you would never imagine yourself doing... Yeah. You do simply because you can, and no one's around to tell you that what the hell is wrong with you. Yeah. And it feels normal. Yeah, it right? feels normal. That's how that's how privileged you are, that you feel like it's going to be like, yeah, everybody are doing it. Right. Everybody who are like, I see, who are right. like rich as me are yeah. doing it, and I'm, why the fuck wouldn't I do it too? In the extreme end of this, you have you ever hung out with Matt Saba? No. So, I I've, I've, I know him and I've right. had a conversation with him, but that's it. So we've mentioned him before on the podcast, but if you if this is the first time you've heard about him, Matt Saba is a is a Malaysian stand up comedian. Yeah, he is predominantly a comedian in Malay, yeah. but when he does English, it's very broken and very funny, and yeah. he's the only like deadpan Malay comedian I know, and he talks about how poverty stricken he is. Because he comes from the state of Sabah. Mm. And it's so poverty-stricken. And it's such a political hot potato 
that he has literally had death threats tossed at him by like politically connected goons for making jokes about being poor in Sabah. Like some like henchman of a local politician walked up to him and said, if you keep making jokes about how poor your area is, we're going to put you in a drum. Yeah. Right? Now that's now that's pretty grim. But Masaba was telling me that until he got to the capital of Sabah, because he lives in the periphery, like you have to take a canoe yeah. to get to where he lives. Until he got to the capital of Sabah, Kota Kitabalu, Kinabalu City, he had never been on a lift. Shit. Right. How old was he? He was in his he was in his twenties already. Shit. Yeah. No, he'd never been on a lift. So when he finally got to the city, he's like, what so the this fuck? is a fucking... Because they have escalators, but they've yeah. never been in a lift. Yeah. And he was like, this is the most magical thing I've ever been on. Imagine how much for granted we take that shit. Like, we hate lifts. That for him is, like, magical. Yeah. Like, and it wasn't just any old lift. This was the airport lift that was made of glass. Oh. So this was like, oh, my God. I might as well be in a fucking Gundam robot for all I care. And... It was blowing his mind just going up and down in this giant glass box that like that was that might as well be running on black magic for all he knows. And we're like, this is the most boring, the most like tedious thing in the world. Yeah. We hate that the doors close too quickly. We hate when the doors don't close quickly enough when we see somebody we can't stand coming our way. The buttons don't fucking work. Why is there no fourth floor? You know? And and it's it goes to show how easy you can take for granted the shit that you have. And it's not just about us being spoiled. When you extend it much further, it also extends to how you can also start to think that shit that is terrible is just ordinary. Yeah. 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 That sucks. That's that's my takeaway from weird. Prince yeah. Albert dying. It's just Philip, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Albert, what did I say? Al, his name is Philip, dude. Philip? Al, Al, Albert. Albert. I, I wish was, there's an Albert there. Albert was uh, Queen Victoria's husband. He yeah, had, I think so. He had a he had a, a cock piercing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Prince Albert. Well, it's like yeah, for them it's like it, like you bring up a good point. I can actually connect this to the new story that is a sensation now in Hollywood. Yeah. Of this, uh, like how ordinary things can get for us. Mm. For other people can be extraordinary, yeah, and people can get bored pretty easy, yeah. Army Hammer. Okay, so remind me who Army Hammer is again. Army Hammer is a Hollywood actor, right? Hot as a sun, yes. gorgeous looking dude, right? Uh, was in Social Network, was right. in Lone Ranger. Ah, right. Okay, he was a Lone okay. Ranger and Lone Ranger. Right, right. The classic leading man. The classic looking leading man. Yeah. Boy Scout, beautiful voice. Right. right. Had everything going for him. Right. Multiple films. The Man from Uncle. He was a Russian dude. Right, the Man right, from Uncle. Right, right. And he was. He had everything going for him. Really, if you look at him, you're like, fuck. Mm. Uh, his text recently got out. The chick that he was banging. Yeah. Uh, got out during the pandemic. He got a divorce with his wife, uh-huh. and uh, he was apparently was cheating on his wife and uh-huh. shit like that. And the pandemic made him go crazy. Whatever the fuck. Okay. But. This chick published all his texts on face on his in on his Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, need to pre- uh, give the premise that she also removes her texts, so you only see his texts. Okay. So there is a back and forth interaction. This is not yes. just him messaging creepy shit to the girl. Of course. And he's telling the girl that he wants that he's a hundred percent cannibal. He wants to uh, remove her, take her to a doctor to remove her rib and to eat it. Oh, he wants to cook a part of her meat. Oh, uh, surgically remove a part of her meat and eat it. Hold her heart while it's still beating. Huh. Um, oh, uh, oh. Mention something about her bleeding while he's fucking her in the ass in one of the texts. As you do. As yeah. you do. Yeah. <laughs> like really creepy shit. Like, really, huh. really, like, this was a, one of the oddest, uh, like, like, I make you crawl next to me as you are my slave. Almost. You mean to tell me that Army Hammer, 
The prettiest boy in Hollywood. Prettiest, normalest. Yeah. Everything, you know? Right. Basically, um, basically, who the hell is, uh, who's the dude who plays Superman? Henry Cavill. Yeah, basically American Henry Cavill. Yeah, basically American Henry Cavill, yeah. Is like, yeah, no, I'm just going to be that German dude who... Put the crackers aside and yeah, ask yeah. people who wants me to eat them. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. He pretty much was almost there. That's, he was almost there. That's just great. Like It was like he was like a hidden Jeffrey Dahmer. That's just amazing. He hadn't killed anybody yet. Yeah, I was talking to my brother about it. I was like but it's like it was just a text and but we both kinda had the conclusion regarding that these thoughts will are too vivid and right. i think it might come true eventually for someone like this here here's my here's my concern okay yeah i feel like we all just walk around with inappropriate thoughts all the time yeah right i know i do i'm i'm guessing you do as well just everybody does sh- just shit that you just don't say out loud because if you do you'd be in trouble you get into trouble shit i would even joke about yeah because it's like even as a joke, it's just too real for people. It's just too, too, too personal and yeah. too real for people to even want to right. hear. It. Like yeah. you don't really, you don't really, like even even if you look back and listen to like Louis C.K. talk about jerking off or like yeah. getting a hand job from a miner, and then he cycles back and it goes a miner who works in a mine, not a, yeah. not some not a miner. <laughs> but then you then you find. Out what's going on, and you and then you start to wonder, did he actually was he just mind? really just saying it? <laughs> yeah, was he just like you know was giving just, hints? <laughs> yeah, was he just telling the truth sarcastically? Like yeah. what's going on? And my concern is that once you get to a particular level of fame, yeah, right, what's gonna stop you? Like once you get to a particular level of wealth and influence, yeah, and charisma and you people fan girl over you yeah and they'll just they're willing to do anything for like if you found a community of actual cannibals yeah and they found out army hammer is was a, is a is representative is a representative of them he can get anybody he wants from that community yeah who would be like 100 percent. please eat my leg like like uh um, he'd be the tribesman like like fucking Mads Mikkelsen cooked Gillian Anderson's leg at the end of... Oh, Hannibal, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, spoiler alert. Yeah. I mean, it's it's Gillian Anderson. We, we we all think of eating her sometimes. I will eat her. <laughs> but, but... <laughs> woof, we are terrible people. But but what's, what's going to stop you? Because at that point, I feel like with that much privilege... Yeah. And with enough brains on your shoulder to know what you're doing... You can pretty much just do whatever the hell you want and nothing will stop you. Yeah. Well, his is like going to a level nine of mm. it, basically, because talking in detail regarding how he like wants to cut her up. Yeah. But, but look, the, the case is iffy because the girl who he was texting that to yeah. was iffy. Yeah. Is iffy. Right. Because she was into it. Yeah. Right. And uh, actually, she then said that he raped her. Right. But then, yes. Uh, one of the people that she was in contact with released a text. Yes. That stayed, said like that she told him, "Oh, he never raped me. It was okay. all consensual." Right. A week prior to her saying that she raped, that she right. got raped, and also that Army Hammer released some text between them that she said she. It was blurred out. I couldn't tell. Like she said something horrific to, that he wants to, mm. that wants him to do to her. Right. And he said, "I can't do that. I can't do this. We right. can be friends." Right. And I think that's my, probably could be the cause that set her set her off. Right. Now an ex girlfriend of his came about, and she was talking about the event that occurred between them. Uh, that they had rough sex and everything. Yeah. And at one point he might have took a knife. Uh, he did not might have. He did took a knife and cut an A above her pussy. Uh, yeah, just to make sure what the grade is, I suppose. <laughs> you, know, yeah. you get an A. It's great. <laughs> Pretty much. 
But the thing is, is like, yeah, but the thing is, do I think that this guy is something off with him? Yeah. Yeah, I do think there's something. Oh, yeah, yeah, just a bit. Just a bit off the top. Yeah. I think, like, he has the potential to be a sociopath. Yeah. He has the potential to does commit something bad. Right. He just hasn't got there yet. Yeah, there's no enabling factor here. He hasn't just got, yeah, he, yet. Yeah. As, but, my, as far as I'm concerned, the releasing of the text and everything could only be the trigger. <laughs> We're going to have a yeah, murder case just, coming just up bit. just because of the... He's out of job. Yeah. He was on a movie with Jennifer Lopez got cancelled. Yeah. He was on a Broadway show that got cancelled. Sure. He has 70 things going on for him. Yeah. All got can- His agency dropped him. Damn. Okay. Yeah. He, he moved him from his house. Yeah. And I, from his house, people like fucking TMZ, they went through his trash. They found a mannequin that get tied up. Oh, no. Uh, come on. Uh, it's bad enough for you as it is. Why are you army, like, army, army. Come I'm on. Like, no, I don't mind the bondage. It's just a love doll. That's That I don't approve no, of. No, it's not a doll, love doll. It's no. just a, a, a mannequin that you can practice tying up the Japanese style tie oh, up. The sh- the, the shibari. Shibari, yeah. I don't know why I know that. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you came up with that very quickly. But... Yeah, I, I'm a weeb. Uh, <laughs> there's actually a martial art called shibari jutsu that the samurais used to like ensnare people with ropes. Mm, yeah. That is the legitimate reason. Yeah, that I sounds like it. a very good made-up reason that you just pulled out it's of your... It's a real reason. I love it when you're... It's a thing. I love it. It's a thing. You crack uh, of your ass. <laughs> <laughs> just pull, you reach in and pull it out. I want to see a magic trick. <laughs> I respect the culture, Adi. I respect the culture. <laughs> Japanese, yeah. Yeah. the guy's yeah. coming at him with a sword. He's like, "What? That's what I do. That's what I, I do. The tea ceremonies, <laughs> all right. I have the cherry blossom drinky sessions, and then I do a little bit of shibari, and I do a bit of hentai, and it's I do right. a little bit of hentai, preferably." You know, some days with squid and some days without, just like my sushi. I prefer the war werewolves, but I respect you on the squid. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I see you're a man of culture. I said, you know, Army's done, but I think we get along. I, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Army, I heard you, uh, you, you like the cannibalism. Yeah. I'm not into it. I think humans give me gout, but... Uh, <laughs> Wait, wait, don't eat the people. Brain. Come don't on. Eat the brains and give you diseases. <laughs> yeah, no. Have you ever had Kuro? It's not great. You die. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. I don't want a fucking prion disease. Come on now. But, mm. but you know, it's yeah. just, it's just, oh my God, it's so he, weird. He hung up with weird people that were enabling in a way because a girl, like, they interviewed him. Yeah. She didn't, she wasn't like, he did that to me. She's mm. like, yeah, you know, it was all consensual. I mean, look. That, so it kind of gives you this weird vibe. And you know the, the news that they keep going back and yeah. forth on the same yeah. footage? They, they, they were in a consensual relationship. He, you know, until I, he took a knife and put an A on her pussy. I don't. <laughs> first of all, I don't want to kink shame anyone. But <laughs> like, I'm trying to be, I'm trying to be open-minded. Like, if you want somebody to eat your leg... And by all means, go ahead. Yeah. I think it's weird and gross and you're ruining your life because prosthetics are expensive. But whatever, you know, I just feel like how how long would it take for it to start feeling like n- normal? Yeah. Like how long would it take before enough enamored women take one look at Army Hammer, know that he has the kink that they're into and he's just up to his neck and limbs because this is just normal for him now. Oh, yeah. Yeah? Like, yeah, no, I'm just going to go down to the shops, get some milk, some bread, some eggs, and some kidneys. Just... Yeah. Yeah. You mean, like, for, like, from a cow? No, no, from uh, from, from uh, Angela uh, down Angela. the road. <laughs> <laughs> she can lend me some. <laughs> yeah, she, she's got she's got two. She only needs one. Fucking bananas, dude. It's a little bit weird. But yeah. then... But then you realize that people are sometimes just really cool with dark shit. And you wonder where it comes from. Like, I listen to a lot of true crime podcasts. Yeah. Right. One of my favorite true crime podcasts is this thing called uh, My Favorite Murder. Mm. And, it's, and it's run by these two women uh, comedians. Mm. Uh, Karen Kilgariff, who used to be the staff writer for Ellen. 
Right. So she's mm. good. She's very good. Mm. Um, she's got a great song on YouTube that says, you're going to be fine. You just got way too high. It's, <laughs> it's a great little song. Uh, a ghost baby appears and then a demon appears and mm. then it's like, what the hell are you? I'm just an ordinary demon. It's just fine. It's really great. Then another one is Georgia Hartstark. Uh, she's like a couple of gal pals just talking about gruesome, gruesome murders. All right. Okay. It's funny. It's so funny. Um, and we get to, uh, and whenever, whenever they have a live show, they usually do a high profile serial killer. Yeah. And the biggest cheer they ever got was from, was for Ted Bundy. Yeah. Right? Of course. Of course. Yeah. Of course. Because even the women know that it's a bit fucked up that th- a lot of them find him hot. Yeah, they do. Yeah. That's very odd. The, so they're like celebrating the fact that, yeah, yeah, we're going to go down this fucked up rabbit hole where so many of us know what the fuck he did and yet so many of the rest of us are like, I'd still fuck him though. Yeah. They have to own it because it's like, yeah, because he's, he's still getting fangirls, even to this day. Like, the fucking biopic for him came out on Netflix, and buzz about Ted Bundy suddenly erupted. You look at Tumblr right now, I'm pretty sure it's just wall-to-wall Ted There's Bundy. There's a lot. There's I a remember when I saw it, I was like, wow, people are attracted to him. I was like, what the fuck, man? I have a friend, right? She's into the true crime as well. And she has an encyclopedia about serial killers. Mm. And she and her mom would sit next together, uh, next to each other on the couch and just flip Where through it. Guy? Okay, okay. And just flip through <laughs> it. And just like, oh, remember remember John Wayne Gacy? Couldn't he have just stayed a clown? I know, right? It's an awesome family moment. Mm-hmm. Right? Just mother and daughter bonding over serial killers. It's so sweet. <laughs> it's really sweet. Jesus. She's uh yeah yeah no she's she seems so normal. Uh, <laughs> she's she's married with like a she with a husband and a and a son, right? She's super responsible. <laughs> she got me the job in the newspaper in the first place, right? But she's a serial killers. The mom are into it. the theory about it is that because they're killers. Yeah. And you're intrinsically attracted to. Because you're willing to kill, that means you're willing to provide. That's when you're willing to survive. That's one aspect. Another aspect is a lot of women like a project. So maybe I can tame the beast. Correct. Yeah, I can. Jordan tame Peterson the... talked about that. Yeah, that's like, another one. The reason that the beauty loves the beast is that the beast is not the beast with her. Right. But can be beast to others. Yes. It's like that's what women love. It's right. Like, I, I want you to kill others, but not me. Right. Yeah. I'm special. I, I'm, I tamed him. Yes, I tamed him. I suck him off every day. He's my beast. He's, yeah. He's my gentle to me. Serial killer. Um, you see that a lot in uh, with the Columbine school shooters. A lot of teenage girls get awfully enamored by mm. the Columbine school shooters. Like again, Tumblr, water wall, like mm. tribute pages to the Columbine school shooters. Yeah. It's, what was it? Uh, the, 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 what was this guy? The, oh, Jamie Foxx. Mm. He said that we're going to go see Mike Tyson. And the mm. girls that I had with me, mm. they were all like getting ready, running to the car, mm-hmm. trying to go and see Mike. Mm-hmm. I was like, what the hell is like your buzz about this guy about? Like, what do you, like, I know he's a boxer, but like, he's not attractive. But what gets you so hot about him? Mm-hmm. And he said the girl was putting on his makeup or makeup and said, Jamie, there's all there's you just don't understand. There's something about a man mm-hmm. that can kill everybody in the room. Hmm. <laughs> that is so going back to the whole idea of of like the interplay between normalizing a particular behavior. Yeah. Right. And that it gets supercharged by a certain amount of privilege. Yeah. Right. That's that's I that's kind of it. You, how much, how much fucked up shit can you do before it just becomes normalized? And your, your advantages in life just help you do that. Yeah. Right? Like, Mike Tyson got arrested for like... Forcing oral sex. Forcing oral sex and beating up a woman. And we're all like, what? I'm like, come on now. We, we we all knew this was going to happen eventually. 
right? You just yeah. neglected the I. You just neglected the possibility because you were enamored by his power, mm-hmm. right? Even though he, even though the real monster in the story is Don King, let's let's yeah, be, let's be clear about that. Oh my God, that guy got away with murder a couple of times. Yeah, no, stomped the guy to death. To say nothing of the Shot money he stole. Guy. Yeah, yeah. Jeez, talk about Piece getting away with shit. Yeah. <sighs> what's next for you, man? What? What's next for you? What's next for you? What's next for me? Well. I got a got the show. Go to the meetings. It's um, gonna do sort of like a like a supernatural comedy thing that's sort of like part X Files, but also um, part part of what we do in the shadows, and um, it features a lot of local ghosts. Mm, a hunt oriented. Yeah. Do you know how much you know about Malaysian ghosts? I know a little bit. That's okay. all. That's some of them, some of them are terrifying, and some of them are just wacky, mm-hmm. right? But they're wacky in a terrifying way. Like we, have you ever heard of the titty ghost? Titty ghost. Titty ghost. Have you ever heard of the titty no. ghost? No. It is the 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 Malay word for it is hantu tete, which literally means tit ghost. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> So the legend of the titty ghost is about it, she looks like an old lady, right? An older lady rather, mm-hmm. and she has enormous breasts. Yeah. Right, and she roams around looking, looking for uh, like men and children, mm-hmm. and the the goal is she's going to grab them and suffocate them between her tits. That's the legend. Not bad. Not bad, yeah. right? And it's like. Sometimes, here's the weird part, sometimes the tits are on her back. Mm. Even better. Even better. So, <laughs> so, when you're back, doing, yeah. so when you're doing a doggy style, yeah, you, you can order <laughs> burger at the same time. <laughs> you ever done a doggy style and uh, border border bitch? Uh, That's only in Malaysia. It's called advanced missionary. <laughs> <laughs> it's because a missionary is doing it to you. Uh, <laughs> it's like, out demon! Out! Uh, no, in. In. <laughs> Shut up, demon! I'm coming! <laughs> it's, uh, Malaysian goes are fucked up. Um, you got, like, you got your stand-up vampires and wraiths and whatnot. Uh, but some are just, like, there's, there's a pole ghost. Pole? What the fuck? Pole? That's just, he's just a, he's a haunted pole. Alright. He's, like, that's the a, lo- that, that's a very lazy story. That's, that's lazy shit. So the idea was that they live in the forest. They disguise themselves as trees, uh, but now they're like they're just wandering around the city, disguised as like lampposts mm. and and traffic lights or whatever. The kicker is that it kills you because it compels you to look up to it, uh-huh. and then your neck gets stuck forever. Ah, okay. you just sort of break your neck looking up to it. Ah, okay. Yeah, no. very weird stories. Yeah, uh, it's not the weirdest one though. It's like I heard the Japanese, the Japanese got this gin character. Yeah, it's like this doesn't have any face. Yeah, has an eye on his asshole. Ah, yes, yes, that's the in- first one that came to mind. And yeah. his entire purpose is that he like runs up to you. Yeah, you're like, what's up? And he just turns around and shows you the eye and starts laughing and runs away. That's all. That's the only thing. That's the only thing that he does ever. So he's a YouTube pranker. He's a YouTube pranker. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> that is, for right. some more reason, that feels like the most Japanese thing I've ever heard. Yeah, it is. It's very Japanese. It's, yeah. like, it's like something Japanese people say and will laugh under yeah. the fucking wind, what do they call the the, uh, the blowers. Yeah, yeah. It's just... <laughs> <laughs> the little fans behind it. Little fans. Yeah. It's It's, yeah, no. What kind of ghost do they have in Iran? Any weird ones? I don't recall. Really? I don't recall like having Iranian ghost stories. Yeah. Um, or anything unique for that sense. Right. Um, nothing really comes from. Nothing really stood out to me when I was a kid. But there wasn't much of that story around me. Right. Per se, but I know there are. There yeah. are some. Yeah. In our mythology, especially. Yeah. 
Um, but I don't recall anything that I can say that could be of entertainment right now. I, I see. Know. Yeah. It's... No. Okay. Sad. Sorry. No. My... Okay. But I do remember, like, the ones that I heard were pretty generic, right. like a demon in the dark. Kind of I dead. see. Okay. That would kill you and of stuff course. like that. But that, but that's as far as it goes. Doesn't like, get into weird specifics about. Doesn't have an eye on her asshole or right. shit like okay. that. Okay. Yeah. I think something about Southeast Asia and then East Asia, where it's like it's very specifically weird. Yeah. It's very specifically weird. Um, like oh, you the Indonesia and Malaysia and the Philippines all have the same basic platform for this one ghost it's called a penanggalan or a mananggalan mm-hmm. um and it's a hovering head with like intestines in it mm. so it's just a head with the intestines hanging down on it mm. and it detaches from the lady at night lady from the lady <laughs> lady, <laughs> lady. <laughs> you got stuff hanging from your head you levitating lady um and she goes around just sort of like sucking blood, but then her intestines act like tentacles and yeah. just goes around. She sounds like a lot of fun. She sounds <laughs> it's, uh, it's better than some Tinder dates I've had. Um, honestly, do you want the good suck? Uh, <laughs> if you start fucking at the intestines, does that count as anal sex? Huh. That's... <laughs> It's a good question. I wasn't expecting a good question about sex with ghosts, but here we are. Here we are. Um, what else? <laughs> just can I can I borrow some condoms and maybe just take a scissor, chop off some of the intestines? <laughs> Mari, ideally, one of the best advertisements I saw for a condom was yeah. I think it was a German ad. Of course. of course, of course, it is German. It was two girl. It was a guy and a girl in a car. Yeah, and they were getting ready to do the do. Yeah, and she says like, "You got a condom?" He's like, "Yeah," and she he, she like goes back and he goes into the glove, glove compartment. Yeah. He opens up the glove compartment and it's a paper bag. Yes, and like the ones you get in the bakery paper yes. bag, and it's a little bloody. And he so, and she's looking at it like, "What the fuck?" And he yeah. opens it up and he pulls out this. Fresh red intestine. Oh no! And she's like, still like getting her face again yeah. more horrified. He starts like rolling it on his penis, ah, and she fuck. turns around and throws up on the screen. Yeah. And the and then the condoms appear and the vomit. It's like use this condom for like natural feel. Uh, <laughs> it was a band ad. So there's so there's the promise of sex, intestines, and vomit. That sounds. Yeah, no, that's Germany. That's, yeah. that's that's German porn right there. They got some of the best advertisements for condoms I've seen. It's like the Europeans know how to do it. That yeah. uh, there was one with the kid throwing a tantrum. In front ah, of yes, dad. yeah, yeah, yeah. And it says used condoms. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you just realize the whole story. It's like, oh ah. fuck. That reminds me of this Durex ad that says. Uh, happy Father's Day. Yeah, to our competitors, Happy Father's Day. <laughs> it's a perfect ad. Perfect. Brilliant ad. Brilliant, simple. You marked itself in yeah. your head. It's like if Jimmy Carr did a roast. <laughs> Pretty much. It's just brilliant. <laughs> it's a brilliant little ad. Um, my favorite sort of ghost is actually sort of like an ancestral spirit for like the Aboriginal people here. Mm. Right. And his deal is that he's a were-tiger, basically. Mm. And he sits at the moon... Right, and he has a bag that has all the moral rules of society in it. Uh-huh. All the things that you shouldn't do, like my mom gave me a few examples, like uh, you you shouldn't steal, mm-hmm. you shouldn't lie, you shouldn't fuck your mom, and I'm mm-hmm. like, what the fuck? Why is that so specific? Thanks, like, mom. <laughs> thanks, mom. You thought I was gonna... like, why did you have to put that one in? That's just <laughs> why, why? You already spiked the punch once. I don't why. <laughs> Is there something you want to tell me? <laughs> oh, God. Your mom reminds me of Mel Gibson from South Park. Yeah. <laughs> like, bet you guys want to torture me, huh? And he's mm-hmm. torturing himself. Come on, like, bet you want to fuck me, huh? <laughs> Just ties herself to a bed. <laughs> oh, no. This is the same woman who thought, you know, 
I feel like I should teach my son, like, sexual education or whatever. Like, the birds and the bees, right? Did she? No, she gave me a copy of the Kama Sutra. Wow! Yeah. Zero to 60 in no seconds flat. Fuck! I have a bit about this on stage and people think I'm joking. It's actually true. Shit! There was a copy of the Kama Sutra on the on the family library for like decades. And she pulled it out, blew it, you dusted it up. Yeah. yeah, no, read this. Yeah. Read this. You Did you realize some of the pages had like <laughs> marking towards? No, what I noticed... What I noticed was that there was a painted sex scene on the cover, full penetration. Yeah. And I'm like, why? Yeah. I'm like, this is why I don't get laid anymore. Yeah. Because every time I think about so, about getting laid, it's just my mom it. just like, here, son. Here, like, son. Ah! Here's a picture of Maharaja. <laughs> it's just... Yeah. Here's a picture of a Mughal king having like upside down like bendy arc sex with a woman essentially pirouetting on his dick. The woman was pretty much fucking without spine. Yeah. No, the the position I saw on the cover was the dude like doing the bridge arch position. Yeah. Like bending backwards with yeah. hand and feet on the ground. Yeah. And the woman sort of like holding her leg behind <laughs> her head while on the dude. Fuck. Yeah, and you could see the penis going into the vagina while this is happening, and all of them are innately dressed. So the whole time I'm like, I'm never going to compete. No, I can't. How, how am I going to top this? Up? I'm, I, can't, I, can't, I can't top this the way this woman topped this dude. I can't do this. Why, why even bother? The standards are too high. Fuck. And that's the mom's side of my family is Indian. So I'm like, my ancestors have set the bar way too high. I can't, I can't compete. I cannot compete. I, I might as well not bother. Jeez. Yeah. It's too much. It's way too much. Sorry to hear. No. <laughs> Stop. I think, great. I think that's a good end not to end this. <laughs> <laughs> and ladies and gentlemen, we reached the end of our episode. Hope yeah. you enjoyed our Prince Philip slash Karma Sutra episode. <laughs> Such a weird tension. Very weird tension. Yeah, we went from Army Hammer's cannibalism. <laughs> Your mom yeah. teaching you about sex with the Kama Sutra. Kama Sutra. Yeah. In hope you guys enjoy till next week. Yeah, no wonder this dick hasn't been dusted off since the six, <laughs> since the nineties. I'm like, I'm just traumatized. Holy shit. Shit. I need to leave. <laughs> to those fuckers, Papa. To those-